Welcome to Weed and Wealth, episode number nine. I'm your host, Jay. On this week's episode, you know it, I'm going to review my green product of the week, Mr. Kickback Jack. Then I'll jump into our two topics of the day. First off, our fast topic of the week will be a fun one. Let's play the $5 game. Going to have a little fun there. And then onto our main topic of the week. Late to investing? Don't worry. Believe it or not, it's not too late for you, yes you, to retire a millionaire. So get your pen and your pad and I'm going to give you guys a hell of a financial playbook today. So once again, welcome to this week's show. As always, I really hope everyone had a good week. Mine was excellent. Why? Because it finally feels like fall. I was seriously worried that my kid would be trick-or-treating in shorts and tank tops, but I think we're going to be okay there. So fortunately, fall has arrived. It's my favorite time of year, minus raking of the leaves, but I don't know why I complain about that because I don't rake the leaves. I think it looks really, really fallish to have a bunch of leaves in your yard. And honestly, plus, I'm pretty lazy. But going back and speaking of trick-or-treating, my son, who I called the boy, shout out to, what was it called? Um, what was the Bird movie with Sandra Bullock? Was it Sandra Bullock on Netflix? Bird Box. So yeah, I call him the boy, but I did it before that. But the boy wants us to dress up like the PJ Masks characters. And for the life of me, I can't find an adult size Catboy costume for under $50. And I absolutely refuse to spend a penny more than that. So... For now, the search continues, but I'm slowly running out of time. So let's see if I have to eat my words about the $50 limit. But I think I just need to pop into a few of those pop-up Halloween shots that took up an old Toys R Us or something. And hopefully, I'll have some luck there. Also this week, it was cool, so I cooked a fair amount of soups and stews last week. But it's damn near impossible to make soup look sexy. So I really I didn't post many of them. To my IG page but per usual if you're interested in seeing some of my cooking pics or financial posts feel free to check me out on IG um, at weed underscore and wealth that's weed underscore a n d wealth now moving on to this week's green product of the week kickback jack okay so I, I've never actually heard anyone call it that but hey I needed a catchy name for the title. So this week's product is going to appeal to everybody. Um, It comes in a THC strain and also a CBD strain. So this week's strain is known as Jack Herrer. Not really sure how to pronounce it. Herrer. H-E-R-E-R. I don't know, but that's what it's called. So to be honest, it has a slight bite to it, but it's very subtle. Not like um, the OG Kush that I talked about last week. Um, it has like a little spice to it with a slight fruitiness. Uh, at times it kind of reminds me like drinking plain green tea. I don't know. But I say all that to say it's a really easy smoke. Um, especially if you're new or don't like um, harsher strains of smoking. Um, it smells kind of woodsy and outdoorsy. Um, I would say... Sort of like um, a beard oil or, I don't know, kind of like a lumberjack. Really can't think of a better description than that. But as far as the effects, 
even more so than Pineapple Express that I talked about a few weeks ago. It is amazing. It gives you a really, really, really quick high. But that quick high is it's not a strong high, if that makes any sense. It gives you a quick high so you feel the effects quick, but it's a very easy strain to function on. That super high gives you, makes you super productive, creative. It gives you a nice social high. Um, for me personally, it hits me with like a boost of energy. It makes me um, super aware of things, not in a paranoid way like some strains do, but kind of makes me feel like I have some sort of spider sense or like I've popped a limitless pill. Like everything just kind of opens up for you. Um, it also makes um, for good conversation. It makes thoughts flow, free, flow freely and just overall it makes me feel good. You know, I did a little research online, read some reviews from other people and a lot of people um, smoke this strain, whether it's the THC or CBD strain before work because the high or the effects hit you so quick is not like you have to sit there and smoke it for a while to get the effect. So if you're crunched for time and you're gonna be in a social environment, you need to get creative, this is definitely the strain for you. I would 100% recommend this smoke. I mean, recommend you smoke this early in the day because if you start to smoke it once the sun goes down, eh, you're probably not gonna get that much sleep at night. Cause like I said, it's a stimulant, it gives you a boost of energy, your mind's racing, so definitely, don't smoke this after the sun goes down if you're planning on getting a good night's sleep. And as always, the CBD version, you're going to get the same effects with just a slightly scaled back version, but you're going to get all that with none of the high. But you'll still see that boost of your creative side and the social side of things. So yeah, I definitely recommend that. So in conclusion, honestly, for me doing this review, I think I realized that this is actually my favorite strain. And I would recommend it to anyone in any walk of life, from college students to those in corporate America, enjoying on vacation, or even if you're just having friends over for a little get together, a party, it's just a really versatile strain. So yeah, if you haven't had a chance, get you some Jack, and not the last name Daniels. Get that Jack, her, her, hey, you get what I'm trying to say. Just get it in your life and let me know what you think. So for this week's five, for this week's fast topic of the week, um, I want to bring up something that me and my wife used to do a few years ago. Um, it was called the $5 game. So I consider us to be a pretty financially conscious family. So yeah, I wanted to throw out um, one of the things that we've done in the past um, just to, I don't know, have fun saving. Because sometimes savings would get boring, especially in the beginning, but um, just want to give you guys an idea of something you may want to try to implement into your finances. So with that being said, here's how the $5 game works. Take out cash for the month, like try not to pay stuff with your debit or credit card. Uh, try this for three months, not using your debit or credit card and take out cash. A, if you're new to doing a budget, it'll really help you stay on budget. And B, you need to have cash to pay the $5 game. So every day, every week, every month, everybody, if you use cash, we mindlessly spend $5 bills, either on coffee to grab a sandwich, something. So, in an effort to see how much we were aimlessly spending, we started playing the $5 game. Now, the rules are simple. For three months, every $5 bill you get, save it. Every single one. Again, if you don't carry cash and use your card all the time, 
don't worry, that was us too. But for this game and our budgeting strategy at the time, we started to take out lump sums of cash for the month and just spend that wherever we went. Anytime we went shopping, out to eat, to get gas, etc. Now at first, it takes a lot of discipline, especially when you get $30 change back in $5 bills. But wait until the third month and then count up all the $5 bills you've accumulated. Don't count it beforehand. Be patient. Just stuff it in a jar or envelope and just let it pile up. And it's, it's astonishing, It's astonishing, really, how much money you'll save. Um, our biggest month from doing the $5 game, we had just under $600 in $5 bills. Now think about that for a second. That was $600 in money that we would have normally just thrown away on coffee, drinks, or just some mindless expense. So again, if you're new to savings, new to budgeting, want to kind of break the monotony of just trying to save money just to save up, I definitely recommend you guys trying trying the $5 game and you'll be amazed at how much you save using that method. Um, you'll, it'll definitely give you a nice jump start to something. You can use that money that you saved in three months to pay off a credit card bill. You can use that money for groceries for the month, but don't take it and splurge it. Just take it and use it for something productive. Um, so yeah, that's the fast topic of the week. Have fun and play the $5 game. Now, on to this week's main topic. And I think it's going to hit home for a lot of people because... You know, I'm approaching 40 next year, and I think many of my listeners are right at that mark or even older than 40. So this week's main topic of the week, late to investing? Don't worry, it's not too late to retire a millionaire. Yes, I said, I'm talking to you. You're late to the game. Let's say you're starting at ground zero, zero dollars saved. It's not too late for you to retire a millionaire. Now, from personal conversations, I know there's many, 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 probably majority of you that feel behind on the savings and investment boat. But I recently read a great article by Dave Ramsey, and it laid out how you can start at ground zero, zero dollars, and still retire a millionaire. Now, long story less long, it's basically investing $800 a month for 25 years, which shakes out to just under 20% of a $50,000 income and that's retiring at 65 now if your plan is to retire at 67 you could adjust that monthly amount down from 800 to 650 dollars and that only comes out to just around 15% of that $50,000 income and as I say often on here if you can't do that just invest something because you're gonna be doing a lot better financially than you would have otherwise So, that scenario probably brings up two questions for a lot of you. A, how do I find $650 to $800 a month to invest? And B, how do I invest it once I find the money? So, let's go to part A. That money may be hiding in plain sight. First off, I would suggest, as I have in the past, setting up a realistic monthly budget. If you know there's no way that you're going to spend $200 in food a month, be real with yourself. Set the budget for what you realistically expect to spend. If it's $400, it's $400. So be it. You can adjust it as the months go. 
But by doing this, you'll have a better idea of where your money is going and where you may be able to find some extra money just by sticking to your budget. Now, another way to come up with extra money to invest is to cut costs where possible. Now, back in episode four titled 10 Ways Guaranteed to Save Extra Money for Your Family, I laid out some of those ways to find potential savings. So let's take a second. Well, first, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode number four. But if you don't have time to do that, let's just revisit um, a couple of those tips that I had for you back in that episode. One of those was switching from cable to streaming. I've heard people tell me that taking out the wireless um, part of the bill, they're spending 175, 220 just in cable. Switch from cable to streaming. There's DirecTV now, which is now I think it's um, AT&T streaming or something. There's Sling TV, there's YouTube TV. There's plenty of options that's gonna get you $50 or less a month to get cable. Like our plan, we have, it used to be DirecTV now, now it's like AT&T streaming, but we spend $52 a month and get HBO and get a ton of channels. So I would definitely, that's one quick fix to save you some extra money that you can put into investing. Um, you can shop for a cheaper cell phone plan. There's so many different companies competing for your business in the cell phone space now. Um, even Spectrum, I heard, has a really good plan that I, I mean to look into in the next couple weeks. But tax included, I think their plan is maybe $50, $60 a month. Don't quote me on that, but I heard it's a really good price plan. I haven't watched any reviews yet to see how the service is. But again, look for a cheaper cell phone plan. Also, look for better car or house insurance. Every six months, I'm shopping car insurance just to see if I can get a better rate. And if I do get a better rate from one company, I'll go back to the company I'm currently with, let them know I found a better rate, and more times than not, they'll match it. So it'll save you the hassle of having to switch over from one company to the next. But that's another easy way to find some extra money without you generating any extra cash. And finally, as I stated last week, moving your credit card balance to a 0% APR card so that A, you're not paying all that interest and you also get your debts paid off quicker and that's gonna allow you to save more money sooner. Now, if you can take advantage of any of these tips, they'll definitely allow you to get closer to that million dollar mark. And again, and I have to keep saying this, even if you fall short, you'll definitely be in a better position had you never tried. Now, on to B, how to invest the money. As I've said in prior episodes, I will always try to give you guys the simplest set it and forget it approach. If I personally were to start investing right now with zero dollars, here are the accounts that I would person here are the steps I would personally take and the event take advantage of and in what order I would take those in. So first, I would take advantage if I had one, which I do. Um, of my company's 401k. Most 401ks have company matches. So as I've said in the past, if you do nothing else, please, please, please take advantage of that company match. It is literally free money. Now, if you have more capacity to increase your 401k contribution percentage over and beyond that company match, max it out. As a reminder, the max out contribution amount is now $19,000. But remember, in this segment, I'm kind of sort of talking to those who are starting to invest later in life. So if you are over the age of 50, 401ks have a catch-up clause 
which allows you to contribute up to $25,000 a year, which is great. Now, if you have maxed out your 401k and still have room to invest, the next step I would probably go with, you guessed it, my trusty Roth IRA. Now, the max on a Roth IRA is just $6,000, but the Roth is still a great has a great tax benefit and is a great account to store your money in. The Roth IRA also has a catch-up feature for those over 50, which is $7,000. Now I know investing $1,000 a year may not seem like a lot and it's not the big jump that you get with a catch-up feature for the 401k, but remember in this segment I'm talking to those of you who plan to retire between 65 and 67. So an extra 15 to 17 years of saving an extra thousand dollars could mean an extra fifty thousand dollars or more going into your retirement years and that is a really really big deal now finally for those of you who have maxed out your 401k and your Roth IRA first consider yourself extremely fortunate and pat yourself on the back because majority of Americans won't and don't have the ability to do so but if you still have money to invest, I'd go one of two ways. One, pour the rest of my money that I have capacity to invest into my HSA or open a personal investment account. Now, personally, if I was over 40 and looking to retire in my mid-60s, my move would probably be to pour into my HSA. Why? Because around those mid-60 years, more than likely you're going to experience some sort of health concerns and increased doctor's visit so why not have them covered financially now I'll, i'm going to include a fuller segment on hsas at a later date but again long story less long having investments in your hsa account will allow your money to grow tax-free and give you the peace of mind of not having to pay those medical bills out of pocket and when you're getting in those later years who wants to worry about paying medical bills so if you have the capacity, let that HSA sit, cook, and work for you. And it'll definitely help work for you as you get into those later years, retirement and beyond. Whew. So we got a little long-winded there, but I really, really hope that segment did two things. First, I hope it helped give you guys a roadmap of how to work towards a healthy retirement. And second, and honestly most important, I hope that it gave a lot of you the hope to see that, oh, I said hope twice, I hate double using words, but I hope that it gave you um, kind of a path to see that even if you are late to the game of getting started, it is not too late. And that with some simple changes, you can make a healthy, financially comforting retirement a reality for you. And well, that's it episode 9 is a wrap next week episode 10 is gonna be my season finale i'm just gonna take a couple weeks off work on some more scripts work on some more um topics for you guys but i promise i will make next week's episode a great one as i will be recording from toronto which i like to call the Amsterdam of the north you know there's really no need to explain that if you know you know but be sure to tune in next week. And as always, if you like what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe and like button and tell a friend to tell a friend. 
Also, remember, look for me on IG at weed underscore and wealth. That's weed underscore A-N-D wealth. I appreciate you guys listening. Until next week, as always, I wish you nothing but weed and wealth. See you guys from Toronto next Friday.